Martin Drugger. Tee hee, tee hee. But I really like the attitude of this movie. It's like, instead of wasting it, get drunk now. Yeah. Like, if it's going to spoil, eat it. And that's what they do. They get fucking drunk. And then when the, at the end of the movie, when the situation is that they have to get rid of all this booze, the right. town pitches in. Yeah, see, that's... Okay, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. the whole movie... Okay, the third act... See, is it really time to talk about this yet? I mean, our well, audience isn't with us at the third act. I'll tell well, you as we go along. Okay, but I mean, basically, things are going to escalate. These bureaucrats are going to get wind of this uh, smuggled booze. Yes. Also, they claim, and the boat's going to be, well, we won't even get to that point, but the boat's in peril. And the new position of the boat means that to cover their ass, they say, oh, we have this liberty. Look at him still drinking. I love it. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he's fucking pulling off. Oh, we should listen to his voice. This guy, like, the moment this guy, Richard, started talking and acting in this movie, I was like, who's Richard Purden? <laughs> yeah, right. He just, he completely takes over this movie. Yeah, look at them. They're fucking about to die. They're just drunk and crazed. So the point was, the ship is probably going to wreck or something, so we should get rid of the booze. And then they decide not to get rid of it. Well, we always deliver, right? Doesn't they say yeah, that? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a lot of money if they don't deliver. It's a lot of money, but they also know that this might be their last flight, so they're drinking it. Right. Yeah. And what's interesting, like the first time I see, I've seen this movie three times, and the first time I saw this, I thought Burden was on the boat. And it oh. wasn't until I saw them on the marshlands, huh. and Bird is like, oh, there's a weather. That's what I mean. Like, this movie doesn't lend itself to Richard Burton being great. No, he has a role and he does it really well. Like, you really do think he's a. a now, what uh, is he hearing right now? Oh, right. Help! Help! Help. I'm stuck in a shed? I don't get it, but okay. This one, this one scene I don't really get. But I guess he's still snooping around or something. He kind of says, like, you dumb girl to her. But he helps her out. Yes, he's a, he's pretty nice to her. Yeah, I don't know why they don't hook up. I know. That's one of the things in which I don't like about this movie is that the ending is that it telegraphs to us we're going to have a romance. These two, like... Uh, I wouldn't say they don't like each other or at odds, but they are a little bit. She's, he's like, you're a snooper. I don't like that. Right. But meanwhile, they respect each other as... Well, she does. She never writes the report. No, That's why I don't think no your dad writes the newspaper because the dad would be like, ixnay on my past life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, I think it's like she knows the full story about this smuggling ring, but she's not going to tell it because she's from the area. She's a right. marsh girl. Right. Lily White Marsh girl. No trouble Lily from her. Uh, Lily White. You tell the Lily White. Oh, we don't like that. Here, the minnow could be lost. Look how drunk he is. <laughs> and you know what's strange? He has such a big fat face in this movie. And <laughs> I looked him up. You know, I'll tell you what, what else he's famous for, which is his fucking family tree. But I looked him up, and I see him in the Blimp movie. I see him in his other roles, and he has, like, a young, distinct face. He's got uh -huh. a beard. Like, he definitely changed his, his appearance changed in this one. Okay, so the other thing he's known about. All right, wait. Here, we're, aren't we going to have the ass scratch scene? Oh, uh, I'm not up to that yet. So he's passed out. 
I might be a couple seconds behind you. There she is. Beat of hope. Yeah. Look at this. Classic Carl. Wakes up, yawns. A little bit of stifle. Ah, get your feet bearing. Here it comes. The best part of the movie. Scratch your butt. Yeah, scratch your hair. Figure it out. Get up. Get some air. Scratch, 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 scratch. Look at that. Bone in your front line. Yeah. Classic. Oh, she does the double take. She says, "There's a boat in the front yard. There's a boat in the front yard." Look at that. She doesn't register. Goes back to bed. Yes. Yeah, nothing. There's a ship in the duck pond. What? There's a ship in the duck pond. They survived. Now our hero, our uh, the guy who talks in plural, he does a yeah. pretty good. I'm waking up job too. Oh, and they, they're hungover too, so they have to do the hungover part. They got maroon. Their ship went flying. He goes right rear rudder, rear rudder. Right. Well, because we hear the ship, right? You hear that noise? And then, that's the ship still running. Still going. All right, I'll push it back. And then the those poor ducks. ducks are quacking up. All those ducks are dead. I ate them afterwards. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> now, this guy's completely unrealistic. Get your boat out of my duck pond. How's he supposed to do that? He's just throwing dominance, I guess. Uh, but no, there's no way. And then this becomes the. Then this movie kicks into gear with its uh, parody. He shoots at it. Bang, bang. Where's yeah. the fucking bullet hole? Stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking hugover. Oh, we got I hear say it. that. What's the idea of putting a boat hey. in my duck pond? It's not deep enough. Police, Lord. I have you up for up with the police on you. There's going to be trouble on this. We've seen your face before somewhere. I'll show wow, you. we've seen your face life. before. But he's still too drunk to notice. <laughs> Here you go, fucking dumbass ship captain. Ship guy. <laughs> What's going on, Mr. Bill? How do we get here? That problem is at present occupying our attention, Fred. It would appear that we are marooned. <laughs> he says a little captain jump, right? The sailor, the sailor jumps out of the thing. Doesn't understand why there's not water around him. All right. Now here she is. She sees her husband. Is that her? No, that's her friend. Vita's kind of has more of a figure to her. Uh huh. All right, they did it. They're done. Oh, look, Bernard didn't realize he's on stage. Right. He, uh, he has some drinking stories in this documentary. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, so he was drinking with his father, his real father, and they had Boilermakers, which is an American drink, which is a shot followed by a pint of beer. And uh, I said, Dad, would you like a Boilermaker? It's uh, usually... Uh, vodka or whiskey. And he said, how about a shot of rum? So my father and I have some rum 
and uh, followed by a pint of beer. And at the end, he said, oh, those Americans, what a clever race. <laughs> like the French are a peculiar That's race. That's what he said, because movie. his father woke up and all his ailments disappeared. His lifelong ailments were gone after that night of drinking with his son, From Richard. Boilermakers? And he said, Americans, what a clever race for creating the Boilermaker. All right, so, yeah, we're getting into the whole, like, bureaucrats that come a-piling on. Now, right? because first was a cop, like a local cop. Yeah, local cop. But what they're going to say is that because the boat is from their area, which is covered by the Liberty, right? The they can get a slipway built and get the boat back in and have the farmer pay for it by having the boat being declared owned by back to the Liberty. Right. So this goofy ass guy who's going to bring his, who's going to leave to get a sandwich and a, and a stool. Yeah. The guy with the hat, the guy with the hat. Okay. So here's the first guy. Now I like this fucking cop a lot. The farmer saying, I have these trespassers and the captain knows exactly what's happening. He says, you have trespassers. Well, we should maybe you should talk to me about it. And what he does is that he's the, this cop squares away all the, the farmer's problems, right? Like he has a bigger scheme that the farmer doesn't realize, and it'll come up in a second. But this is the first time we meet him. And here's Polly. Now here's look. Hope. All right, well, her reaction is priceless. Yeah, it's so good. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> what an actor! <laughs> Look at his face. Look at our face. We are the object of considerable amusement. Who is it? A lily white by the name of Polly. She seems to know, seems you. To know you. She said. <laughs> How can you hate a guy like that? She said, she is our wife. I say that. Okay, here's Colonel Gill. Oh, he goes, ahoy. That's another thing that made me laugh. Yeah, because they're on land and he's going, ahoy. <laughs> All right, so they're divvying things up. They realize that the only way they can make this happen is that they're not going to pay for it. They're going to make the farmer pay for it. By declaring the ship owned by the Liberty by oh, the area. Wait, but wait, wait, you're forgetting yeah. the blackmail part. Who's blackmailing whom? Okay. Polly ran away from our hero here. Yeah. They were married. They were married. And she went off with uh, the military guy, the farmer, the pitchfork guy. Yeah. But that's, you see, they were married, so they never got divorced. So he can't legally be married to her. So that is the blackmail. He goes in there, he plays the organ, he plays right. the song. We had a wife by the name of Polly. She left us for a certain quartermaster sergeant. Quartermaster sergeant, that's it. You don't mean that Polly we do. We do. These things are in the stars. Here you go, he's playing the fucking the piano. piano. I love it. Always the same song. It's so great. We propose to have recourse to... Yeah, same song. Why? When a ship finds itself in a foreign port without the means to proceed elsewhere, 
The master is permitted to borrow money ashore from any party on security of the ship and its contents. Okay, so they're getting to the nitty gritty. Of right. It. In yeah. addition, they're going to get it financed through some maritime law. Okay, but to do that, they need to have the their neighborhood, the, the liberty, declare it. Right. And meanwhile, there's going to be... But aren't they still in the Liberty Charter? Aren't they still... They are. You know, it took me a second to figure that out. I think because they're going to have Charter Day nearby, and all the townspeople are hip to the smuggling. I think it is. I think, but I think like... The Quartermaster Pitchfork guy lives in the marsh, and the water was so high, they went over the wall. Yeah. And then when the water receded, they were landlocked. They were stuck. Marooned. Oh, I see the marooned. That was considerable. <laughs> Look, there's a chess game on a boat. Do you think that would, wouldn't that slide all around? Well, we saw a boat movie that took place in Sausalito. Do you remember that hippie movie? You're my mom. And she said, meep, meep. And she ran off. Oh, that? that. Sunflower. They did live on a boat. That was they with Hannah. Flowers? No. Flower. Sunflowers? Something like that. Wildflowers? Yeah. What was Wildflower. it? I liked the movie, you know, but it was also them. But this is this is like an active boat, right? Like this has like he's on the, he's every day smuggling. Every day I'm smuggling. Every day I'm smuggling. <laughs> ah, here comes the blackmail. Fucking for all his bluster. Paula. <laughs> Without the removal of our ship, we would like to get a refloated without delay. You'd better. Let's talk it over. When we see it, it's a matter of constructing a There he is as the quartermaster. I love this detail. Like, everybody is fully formed in this movie. Everyone has a personality that you could pull out of. Oh. To shift a boat. We understand one another very well. We. Here he is. Oh, a piano! Well, it's an organ, you see. That's the difference. And there's no mirror, Rika. Look at yourself. Here he Once we do a fella like you, look like you, talk like you. Active, pretty much the same. He was a soldier of sorts, a kind of quartermaster sergeant. Kind of? He took a fancy to a certain lily white known to us. Put a lot of himself to this fellow. Getting so black he got what he wanted, and the lily white listened. Left a deeply devoted husband. Who are you? To tell you the truth, we were not quite so mortified as some folks thought we should ought to have been. Uh, no matter. God damn it. Just him on the piano and this character is just. Oh, it just elevates this movie. It's just everything becomes so much better. So now this guy is committed through blackmail to creating the boat slip uh, to get them back into the water. Right. Which, you know, honestly, it seems like such a ridiculous claim. And uh, now he's going to get breakfast. Well, his wife is going to gleefully, happily serve him breakfast. Like, she is very happy to see him. Yeah. Right? Well, she does have that really good heart-to-heart -heart where she's like, you're leaving again, aren't you? Although it was her who left. I th thought that was interesting. Yeah. 
Look how so happy he is to give him. Ah, here we go. Here Fucking, we go. Yeah, so, here we go. Well, Fucking Napoleon. wild. This guy is a, is a, I don't know the sports term, but he's the most valuable player in this movie. Like, he definitely de- comes up and delivers. Ahoy! <laughs> you want oh. It's really funny how the young guy treats him. Let's yeah. listen. I'm the bailiff sergeant. Come again? The bailiff sergeant. I seize vessels on behalf of the council of the corporation. Ah. Oh, you do, do you? <laughs> you went down the ladder and back on the board. He's got a Liverpool accent or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. It started with Henry III. Well, look, you go back to Henry and tell him to find his own business. I know his face. Uh, When he's older, he's a famous actor. I know his face. You know, I did not look up anything. He kind of looks like the guy from uh, Hogan's Heroes, uh, Bob Crane. I can see that, but it, but, but. He does have a look. I didn't look. I, you know, I focus on on uh, Richard Honor, uh, Richard Burden, and uh, the director and the writer. Burden, you know, like he he in this documentary from '65. At one point, he moves to Hollywood, and he actually, I think, he moved to Switzerland. To be honest with you, uh huh, for tax reasons. He was married to Cyril, I think her name was, and then. Uh, he met her in his first movie, and of course, things changed. He was supposed to be in Camelot, and the producers of Cleopatra paid out the producers of Camelot to make sure Burton wouldn't do the movie, so he would oh. do this. Yeah. Okay, so he's saying, like, oh, <clears throat> is the thing is, they don't want them to know about the booze. They don't want anyone on this ship. So he says, like, uh, he realized the guy does wants to guard it. He's like, "Well, can I get my sandwich and a, a chair?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> yeah, he says, as a matter of fact, you should do it right now. Do it right now. Okay, now these guys from the car. Here we go. They're about to leave the movie until they see this. Interesting to go aboard. What do you think It's a trawler, is it? We have a Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries. Nothing. Stay near this place without police protection. Very well. And I shall make it my business to see yeah. that the customs and coast guard. That's a jerk. Here, they're gonna say it right here. We go. You know, Fishwick. I wish I liked Perot better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fishwick. I wish I liked Perot better. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's a little too cold. But Perot, the the aggressive American at, like asshole, he's gonna do that shtick to these guys too, and it's gonna fail. So they're gonna switch the 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 crates into the fish crates, and then move out the booze. Done and done. Done and done, and that's how they get away with it. Okay, so I think I'm wrong. This guy, that guy, I knew his face. His name is Brian Forbes. Yeah. And he was in um, The Guns of Navarone, um, but he's not the guy I was thinking of. I know who it is now, and I just see his face, but never mind. It doesn't, it's not him, so. No worries. Okay, so now they're trying to get rid of the booze. Before right. the bureaucrats come. It seemed to us to be more practicable than... Which is crazy because that bulldog of a, of a Ministry of Fishery guy, yeah. he fucking gets on the boat. Like, he actually bulldogs his way onto the boat. Yeah. And he's, like, telling Bernard to open up the hatch. Yeah, that, yeah. It's hot. 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 I don't... It's a hot. Is that a I'm afraid it's a bit stuck. Oh, I must stand up from the hot first. <laughs> So he's like, you've got to get out of here. There's alcohol here. You get implicated. Yeah. He goes, I'm not leaving. I brought you a tomato sandwich. 
which is really nice. And interesting, they talk potatoes and tomatoes. Potato, tomato in this movie. Interesting. Yeah, I you did my research. Potato, I say tomato. Oh, you know what, Carl? I was going to single out. There's one scene in this movie, and I think we we missed it already, oh. where they're at the colonel's uh, house and they're planning out a scheme of what to do. Right. He had the squeakiest fucking shoes. I was going to call myself out and say, Whoa. play up the. I was going to play the audio on it, but I just missed it. But you could hear him squeaking his shoes around in this movie. <laughs> All right, here comes the next guy. Yeah. Now, where's he from again? Like, he's not the. There's a okay. smart sergeant who I'm who's not gonna sure help. because they are hiding from him, but he seems like he's part of the marshes. Oh no, he's he's a maritime guy. Oh, he's from Salvage. Who always has the cold? Oh no, here's the guy with the cold. The cold. I think that guy is from the Salvage. He wants to take the boat. He's got no teeth. He's the guy who was walking. Oh, the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard, yeah. Right. Right. He does a double take. The bureaucrat goes, you mean smuggling? And they cut to him and his teeth falls out. All right, they're almost there. Don't pull my leg. Okay, now this guy shows up with his chair. I got here first. I just came back from my stool. <laughs> so it's three separate bureaucratic organizations yeah. and they're all sort of fighting for jurisdiction yeah now the ladder's gone oh man oh this is all right this is one of my favorite scenes he brought food so this guy brought food and coffee and a chair and he's sitting in the tent he's the only one well yeah i think he's gonna I forget the reason. Oh, this guy is snoring so loudly he can't stand it. So he gets up Makes away from the snoring sick. guy. The snoring guy opens his eyes. See, he hates him. That's the salvage guy. That's the Coast Guard guy. The Coast Guard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to turn away from this guy. He's like, they're turned away. I can drink the asshole's coffee. They brought enough for one. Right? Like, this prick brings his own food, and these guys are starving. Thank God he had enough chairs. <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? How'd they get chair? I mean, he only brought one chair. No, he brought he brought a couple, multiple chairs. Oh. He's about to drink his cup. <clears throat> what happened? Okay, I think the squeaking is the next scene. Here we go. Listen okay. to his squeaking. It's got this fucking liquor book cabinet. Wow, nice and hidden. It's a prohibition Telling me in the face the whole time. What do you do with wake up? You drink it. Drink it. My old car gun? Well, that's the run. Yeah, that's the Well, his shoes were squeaking. So, so they come now up. They have to drink all the booze on the. Yeah. Yep, before the bureaucrats find it. That's the rub. Yeah, we have to get the town people drunk. Look at this tiny little glass. Or a lily yeah. white. Yeah, well, it's brandy. It's like really fancy shit. They just glug it down. <laughs> brandy galore. Oh, brandy galore. Good one. All of my colleagues were assaulted by this man, Bainbridge, in the execution of their duties. Do you wish to prefer a charter? Well, no, we should be well with enough. Now, isn't that the cop who brings them warrants? Yeah, he, he pays a mine here, right? He's still eating his lunch. They leave. He picks up the phone and he calls the colonel. 
And so the colonel says, he pretends what, to be on their side. He's just doing his job. And then once they leave, he calls up the colonel and says, what am I going to do? Colonel gives him the order. He follows through. Like okay. he's not showing it. He's not showing his hand, but he's definitely like, here we go. I mean, it sounds like he's going to follow up with these guys. And then he gets a call and he's just like, calls the colonel. The colonel says, fuck with these guys. He's like, all right. Look how old timey it is. Yeah. I know, and they have televisions back then? What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, there's the ducks from the uh, title card. There's their little camp. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. And they all hate each other. Like, it's just funny, the personalities of these characters. Yeah. They don't, they didn't need to do that. <laughs> well, they're they're camped out there too. They sleep in their boat all night. Look, he, he, there's they're mopping the swapping the deck. Well, they have their duties. It doesn't matter if it's not on water. It does matter. They're their boat. Breakfast, Cedric. 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 <laughs> okay, white power. He did the okay sign. That means white power. Yeah. Carl, where you been? I guess not in the movement. <laughs> All right, now this guy, he's got his orders. He says, oh, Mr. Bridget, we'll have a little chat. Yeah, hey, I Very figured nice. everything out. Everything's okay. I got it. Because it seems like the, the cop's going to kick the boat out, right? Like the farmer wants the boat out. And uh, he talks to him. He's like, I got everything. Don't you worry. I have it set. Well, he says, like, I have paperwork that'll make these guys trespassers. Come on down and sign the papers. But and it sounds can... like the boat people. Like, I, I can make the boat people trespassers. But in fact, he makes the, all the bureaucrats trespassers on his land. Right, and that kind of screws the quartermaster, I remember now. Yeah. Well, it also, yeah, it screws the quartermaster, but it screws all the bureaucrats. You know, like... Certainly. Yeah, look at this town. Great car. Yeah. Hello, lover who I will never be lovers with. Come on, yeah. look at this whole movie is setting them up to be a couple. I was drinking three bottles a day, and I, my friend said, Richard, that's your third bottle. Maybe you should take a blood test. So you, I used the name X. It was anonymous. And they said, ooh. Right, he must... wants to keep it anonymous, so he goes into an interview and blabs about it. The results came back to if this man, this anonymous man, lives like this, he will only live for two more weeks. All right, now here comes the cop. Cop fucking, and he's got a new pitchfork. Here's all our bureaucrats. We have a pitchfork on farmer. Yeah, get off me land. Well, he wants the, the ship off the duck pond. Oh, right. he's no, got he's pitchfork. pitchfork. Yeah, but it's got four prongs now instead of two. It is a new pitchfork. Maybe they're disposable. Like once you chase after somebody with it, you got to throw it away. <laughs> they're disposable. Yeah. Let me Bring me my pitchfork. Here you are, dear. I use that one. Okay, so here's the ducks. They're drunk. Oh, I. Geese might be cooked, or at least our ducks are pickled. Look at the bubbles coming out of them. Like, that's I what love... when you drink. Don't you think as a British child, you'd be laughing in the aisles when you said Yes. 
D-L-E-D. They push on his stomach and the bubbles come out. That's hilarious. The cruelty. Look, it's in slow motion, so they look drunk. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to get some fries and make cook the stuff. But dressed. Yeah, right. He's got a suit on. But for what? Well, he is on land. He's not a sailor today with his T-shirt. He's a... Here's the, here's the alpha male again. Okay, now, this is what I thought was the movie fart. Obviously, the boat, they're getting yeah. rid of the smuggled goods by pouring it in the water. So he's taking a sample of the water because the ducks are drunk. He's going to bring it to the chemist straight away right. and get it analyzed, and they're going to find alcohol in it. I thought that was the movie fart. Like no, at but the, the end, that's going to... It pays off. I think it pays off, absolutely. At the end, when they get the results, it's the funniest thing I've seen. Now, she's helping. Now, don't help us. funny, but it's not a payoff. You okay, see- he, oh, let's talk about it. So they're going to be stuck in court. Right? They're going to keep them in court all day while the town people drink the booze. And this is all on purpose. So they're going to talk, dithery-do. Yeah. It's the old Southern judge who blathers on and on while Burt Reynolds drinks all the hooch. Uh, Jerry Reed. But he, uh, they get the results. They get a telegram. And they open up the envelope and they pass it. The three bureaucrats look at it, and then the audience finally gets to look at it. And it's the result of that water test. Yes. And it says ninety four percent H two O, one percent sodium, one percent dithery do, and the last percent is alcohol. Yeah, brandy. Like it's so obvious that it was one hundred percent alcohol. Okay, but you see, what happens to make a movie good in the end is expectation for the audience. So this movie sets us up. We've got to keep the bureaucrats occupied with the judge while we drink all the pooch, right? And that's exactly what the movie delivers us. That's exactly what happens. But when there's usually a movie fart, like the chemist report, and now he can hold up the chemist to the judge and say, this proves there's alcohol. And that leads to a final battle. They thought they were cool. Yeah, but the joke, the joke is they, they, they undercut it. They, it's corruption to the core, and they can't get away with it. The town is lying, flat out lying to them. They're just gaslighting them, and that's the joke. the hatch open he's about to do it and then here comes the cop he's like oh about time we were just about yeah about time indeed i'm about to serve you papers yeah you are trespassing what but it was really close alpha dog almost got it yep
that nice scene in which she's like, are you really leaving? Yeah. This movie does not deliver a proper third act. Well, as soon as we have procured a slippery, a few stout horses, chain, tackle, 20 fathoms of good rope, all of which your Mr. Bainbridge has so obligingly agreed to provide, we are off. Furthermore, we shall be forsaking hard liquor until the frolic is afloat again. Edric. Yes, Edric. You're sure you really want to go away? That is our declared intention. Uh, oh, here goes uh, Portery Green. I think Portery Green and the Abbeville Marsh are just two different areas, and that marsh is covered by the Liberty. I don't know. I guess they're all covered by the Liberty. Finds the charter, and there's their actor playing King Henry. Now, if this was an Adam Sandler movie, King Henry would be played by Rob Schneider. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And Arthur Fonzarelli would have been the captain. Yeah, I would have, and I would have seen it. Well, yeah, so they're celebrating. So King Henry's there. Henry, I mean, Henry the Third. 1200s, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, wait, they said like 500 years ago or something. When yeah, they maybe like 500 years ago. There's these the judge who we really haven't met yet. Yeah, it's weird how they introduce these characters. We we hear about Mr. Bainbridge, and then suddenly we're involved in Mr. Bainbridge. Here we see the judge here in the parade, and then he's going to be the, the... He's like, I like movies that have a third act new character. I know it's not good. I just kind of enjoy not that. Hollywood rules, but it's so, you know... It, it's, it's ballsy. It's always ballsy to introduce a, a new character at the end of the movie. Yeah, see, the thing is, when you introduce your new characters, it's usually in the second act, and they're all characters to help the hero or be against the hero. When you introduce a character in the third act, the audience feels a little cheated, like it was tacked on, you know? That's just a... I always feel like that character needs to be, like, becomes the main character. Like, he, his absence was the point, you know, like, complements the movie, like... You know, it's a funny scene, this scene. They're basically going to just, uh, uh, what's it, filibuster. Yeah, they're going to delay the judges while they drink the booze yeah. and get rid of the evidence. And what's funny about this is that, oh, here, here's the results coming in, I guess. Uh, no, the funny about it, these guys are like. No, not for a while. We won't get the chemist report for a while. The bureaucrats' faces on this, it's like they completely get what's going on. They're bureaucrats. They understand what bureaucratic hell they're stuck in. Yeah. And it's just like this resign, like they just yeah. can't get out of it. You know, they all know it's hooey. These guys, maybe not so much. Yeah. Reading the charges. Yeah. And there's Honor. Was she there as a reporter? Does she report it? Yes, but she's sneaking out now because she's probably going to tell them they're occupied. It's time to drink. Yeah. 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 She came out and gave the signal. Anna. Yeah. So Richard Byrne, like he was in one of the worst, like the Golden Turkey Awards. Uh, yeah. Called him the worst actor. Really? This is like 1980, 1979. They listed uh, Exorcist to the the heretic 
as like the second worst movie following Plan 9 from Outer Space. He's in that famously. I went onto Amazon Prime. I typed in Richard Burden, and they have a movie called Obsession, a take on Lolita. It's about a schoolgirl falling in love with a six-year-old man, and it stars Richard Burden. Okay. Wow. From 1980. I was like, uh... But he's in plenty of bad movies. Oh, they're singing their little song. Yeah, let's hear Hey, you want to get fucked up? Henry III's like, you know I do. You know I do, because I'm not really Henry at all. I'm the Burger King uh, mascot. Yeah, that's right. Well, Richard Burton and like uh, Elizabeth Taylor, them, that documentary had some prime footage from 65, but they were just like a freak show. Remember Boom? We saw Boom. Yeah, right. Really good. But who is the director who's like, if he did, if you don't like it, I I don't even respect you. Who's that guy? He was oh. the director who did uh, the woman who is always in drag. Uh, not well, John, Wa guy, John Waters. Yeah, John Waters. You think of Divine. Polyester. And... Yeah. Oh, look, hey, we could dance. Oh, we could dance. There's a maypole. There, Everybody's there over the house. Yeah, uh, you're right. Maypole, maypole. But in the video from for Safety Dance, they have maypoles. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. No, we yeah, got I got to write down for this episode to do the Safety Dance one. Sure. Well, we just song. heard it. What do you mean you have to do? We just it started in the, the show. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, safety dance. Like, you can see these bureaucrats are resigned. They know they got fucked over. Yeah, and it's like part of their bread and butter living, so they're they're uh, resigned to it. Yeah. So it's been an hour-long deliberation. Now, the thing is, the judge isn't really in on it. He doesn't oh. know he's supposed to be keeping them busy. Oh, I didn't realize that. I think He's... he should know. Yeah, He's... I thought he was intentionally doing it. Right. You just assume it. Yeah. Uh... Now the chemist report should come. Achoo! Whoa, I'm cured. Yeah, he's just battling on. You know, I guess what's up? Uh, Doc, the, the Ryan O'Neill, uh, Barbara Streisand movie in San yeah. Francisco. It ends, the third act has a judge where they, they and he's crazy judge. He's, uh, it's kind of a famous scene. Mm -hmm. And then I guess Dan Aykroyd, nothing but trouble. He plays the Southern judge who, uh, right. He was a grotesque looking, no, Southern now, Jersey drinking the contraband. Now these drugs are fantastic. Look at them. They just can't wait. And then they're, they're, they're all piling up. They won't let this guy on. Yeah. Oh, no, that was the captain who pulled them down. But these drunks, they got to get them out of here. You had enough, buddy. I'm yeah. doing it for the liberty. Not for All right. Much. For the liberty. Look at this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Came out of the Thin Man. Uh, well, they must contend. What's so, what is he eating? A, like an Altoid? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. It was almost like he had snuff or Maybe tobacco snuff. chew. Here's a chemist uh, report. 
delivery is great. There's something right. important that comes in. He gets it. He gives it to this person. We wait as the audience for him to open it. He's so resigned. It's just funny to him, right? That's the personality quirk of this guy. They're blathering on. It's to the second one. We want to know what's in this letter. It's just, it's just so well done. He looked at it. There we go. Look at that. 1% alcohol. 1% alcohol. It's 96% water. Oh, W2O. Now look at the smile. Give a shout out to Henry III for getting lifted off a boat onto a horse. That's a great stunt. Well, I guess you were. I don't like about the movie is that they'll now do that to our heroine. They already did that gag. I know, and it doesn't look like she's in. She looks like she's in pain when they do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I guess. I guess you're right. Carl. All right. So they say it's ninety. It's full of alcohol. They're like, wait, we got to go to the resort, and they go, and then they have the whole wild goose chase or pickled duck chase with that one bottle left where they throw right. it to everybody and that would be it. They still get to it. I don't know. I think as a farce, they have to say, this is the way the world works. If it's a coincidence, it must be a miracle yeah. and that this is how the things work and, and uh, they're resigned to it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. I thought it was clever, uh, but, but you're right. It. Okay. God damn it. Yeah. It's clever. I, I didn't say it wasn't. It is. Now, listen, at the end, they, the judge lets him go. He says, we're reducing the charges to a something obstruction, right? And they don't have to serve any time. They don't have to pay a fine. I kind of didn't get that. I also, why can't she drink? I know. Is- why does he not like it? Because, oh, there she goes. All right. Upskirts, guys. Get your cameras. Arrgh. To the top of the sail. These guys are chugging away. They had an extra bottle. They could have just given it the honor. Drug okay. king. They were gone for two hours, three hours, and now it's just total chaos to town. We have won the bottle, and we're missing one person that I kicked off the boat. What are we supposed to do with this bottle? If, if she was there. Oh, this is so cute. See, now Holly they're like so out on a date. So funny. He shoots a gun, and then he says, yeah, the gun's no good. He goes, yeah, I thought you would say that. Here's a, take another gun. But she's great with her little uh, vanity mirror. Yes. Yeah. It does look like it hurts her as an actress. Yeah, and it's just a shitty thing for him to do. She was trying to drink the last bottle, basically. He won't let her, and now they're stuck with the one last bottle. Right. Now, this is kind of a movie fart. This is kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. But, this is all in one take when they're throwing that bottle around. Look how they're kissing. Did you see them kiss? 
I guess. I never saw that before. Does that mean they're a couple? Maybe. I didn't realize they were kissing. Look, she's so great. He went a little scruffy bear. Cute. Now it's Polly's turn. So they're chasing the bottle. Right. Which has gone in. Oh, here, the Andrea Amash. That's where they're from. So the boat must have gone next door to Ponton and Green. Little hams. All right, ham it up for the last bit of the movie. Of the now singers, la 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 la. Guy? Which one? Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he, he is. At, he was at the fortune teller. <laughs> uh, now he doesn't do he doesn't realize this but he saves the day now check out Polly it's the ass scratcher she's so great she scratches her ass and then when it's her turn to shoot she shoots it off the vanity mirror and she shoots the one last bottle oh thank god he didn't realize it would happen like the bureaucrats are laughing at this <laughs> Well, they're not. They're defeated. And he's well, like, these people don't deserve to be governed. I know. I love it. The marsh will rise again. Woo, free Whopper Day. Thank you, King. <laughs> new chicken fries. Yo, new chicken. Dainty teas. So now they're back to teas. There's the boat. Landlocked. So look, his, her hand is around his back. They are now a couple, I guess. And they're holding oh, court. The boat has become, somehow I missed this. The boat has become the cafe. Right. And the boat's been a lot, a lot larger too. They have a dance floor. There's uh, I don't know if he's a famous player, but there's Liberace. No, no, it's not Liberace. It's yeah, the captain. Liberace. It is the captain and no alcohol is served. <laughs> and then the last line says the end. Yay. Oh, what's it kind of? Yeah, the boat looks a lot bigger. So him and Polly, they they stay on land. Her dream comes true. Captain Cyril Biddle. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I enjoyed the movie. I think it could have ended better, as you know. I've right. argued for the we whole. We argued movie. for the whole movie. But but um, it was good. It was good. I think that um, they had a great actor in Richard Burton, and I don't think they knew it at this early time in his career. Um, I think he could have really done something with this film if he had. I mean, he wasn't on the boat. He doesn't have the romance. But um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I really like this movie, I have to say. like, And again, I have to say, I, I don't know. I, th I thought, like, as a farce, it was really good. But it was just kind of fast, and all the characters were funny. Like, they uh, they really put some effort into it. And I never even seen that Richard uh, Livery guy, so kudos. <laughs> Good job, dude. Well, uh, next week, Carl, we are going to watch uh, The Great Gabbo. I bet you there's no trailer. Let's see, maybe. Uh, this is from 1929, so there probably is no trailer. I'm typing it in with my PlayStation 4. Uh, the Grat Gabbo. It's funny. This was a, a Simpsons episode where The Great Gabbo shows up and becomes more popular than Crusty the Clown. It is based on this movie, so I've heard about this uh, character from The Simpsons. There isn't a trailer, but they have the lollipop song. Well, you know, we should close on a different song, Carl. 
Oh, right. You're going to sing it. We'll skip the trailer this week. Okay, so let me go. So this is like 12 Days of Christmas. But instead of five golden rings, they do uh, three. Three is the number that they do. So let me find it. Pretty sure I wrote it. Are you going to karaoke it? Let me see if I have. Uh, yeah, I could. It searched for a thousand ships. No, this is. Uh... All right. I sing you one. Oh, green grow the rushes. Oh, what is your one? Oh, uh, one is one and all alone and evermore shall be so. So we keep going and then. Uh, what is two of so here we go i'm gonna sing the final lyric i'll sing you 12 oh green grow the rushes oh what is your 12 oh 12 for the 12 apostles 11 for the 11 who went to heaven and 10 oh. for the 10 commandments nine for the nine bright shiners eight for the april rainers seven for the seven stars in the sky six for the proud walkers five for the symbols at your door Four for the gospel makers. Three, three, the rivals. What? Two, two, lily white boys, all clothes in green. Oh, one and one and all alone and evermore shall be so. Merry Christmas, Carl. Merry Christmas. Interesting how they're lily white boys. R.E.M. Screen Boy Rushes. Yeah, this is the five symbols on your door. Oh, I know this song. It's not the folk song, right? It's different. No, it's not. Oh, they're being postmodern. Damn you, Stipe. Rapid eye movement. Stipe. That's so much Michael, money he gets. Yeah, he doesn't get residuals from his songs, he gets a stipend. Good one. Well, if you enjoyed that good one, hold your breath. In seven days, we will be back uh, in your inbox, in your YouTube notifications, in your podcast queue. And, of course, here on Mutiny Radio, we'll be back streaming first, 2 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh, Carl, people can check out Carl at carlsucks.com. Is carl.sucks work? And you can check me out at Spiegelmania, I guess, uh, here on the Twitter. Uh, Carl, this was a lot of fun. Thank you yes. so much. I never knew how the sausage was made until the switcheroo. Now I see all the effort you put in and uh, wouldn't wish that on you. Hey, I, I should mention. Before, I think your your best one was the Elvis film. Yeah. And you did a pretty good job with, um, hey, Vern, uh, Ernest Steals Christmas or whatever it was. Oh, and then Abbott Costello. Yeah, you did a good job with that one yeah. too. I you did, did right. do a good job with uh, Kill Killdozer. Yes, I'll never hear but that. Other than it. that, you're doing great switcheroos. Mention Killdozer, and I'll mention the funny joke at the end of Greengrass, the rushes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, well, so we're come back to check us out. We'll be watching the 1929 movie, The Great Gabbo, yeah. uh, about a ventriloquist who goes crazy. Uh, so hold your breath, check it out, and we'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Take care. L-L-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-L
What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the final hour here on Mini Radio. My name is Archivist. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can donate to Mini Radio on our website, miniradio.fm. 